I'm trying to come up with a way to get y'all's attention this morning. Help you realize that this is no ordinary Sunday. It's a special Sunday. It's an exciting Sunday. So, hopefully now you're wondering what the heck's about to happen. Some of you may already be guessing. Uh, but I want you to hear and see the excitement of Christ not only breaking into the world, but breaking into our lives.
good? I'm all right. We do this all the time in passing, but suffering of all levels affects every single person in the world. It is part of our bodily existence that we will at times suffer and we will ultimately die. Brokenness and dryness illustrate our hopeless situation as sinners in need of God's grace. Evil and corruption abound in the world. We just have to turn on the news to see that. And even in the most kind-hearted person you know, it might be your mother or some sweet old lady or someone else in your life that has never said a bad thing about anyone, even in that person, there still is eternal, internal darkness. Our spirits are dry and broken. In this Bible text, the book of Ezekiel, God's people are broken down. They're disheartened, disenfranchised. They are in despair. So what exactly is happening in this scripture? The Hebrew people are feeling hopeless because they feel like they have just experienced the wrath of God. In this case, the wrath of God means that Israelites suffered total destruction as a nation and were forced into exile. <coughs> so they were uprooted and life as they know it had ended. They were feeling punished for being disobedient to their Lord. Though many Jews lived and survived physically, their spirits had been crushed and were as good as dead. With this vision, God acknowledges the state of the people as they feel both dry and broken, as well as scattered about as worthless bones. Their despair in this passage and the vision is both vivid and palatable. Friends, what do all the dried and broken bones have to do with us today? What does any of it matter? Our churches and our communities are filled with both despair and brokenness. Just as the Jews long nostalgically for their temple and their homeland, so we wish that our church and our country would return to the glory days. Can I get an amen? Amen. That is a sign that we are living as dry bones. Too often we look back on the past and remember all the great things. But we are quick to forget the troubles and suffering that were also a part of that golden age, whatever that may be for us. Every age has its advantages and disadvantages. All time periods have been lacking in morality in some aspects. Sin, evil, and death have plagued our societies since the beginning of time outside of the Garden of Eden. And we long to get back 
to paradise. So many of you are thinking right now, I hope, all right, Pastor, it's Easter Sunday. Enough with the gloom. Let's get to Jesus. Trust me, I want to go there too. But I ask that you stay with me a little bit longer. We want to be lifted up from our pitiful state of being dry and broken. And I desperately want that too. For myself and for this community. The prophet Ezekiel faithfully listens to God's message and proclaims restoration to a hopeless people. Even though it seems to him impossible. In this prophecy, God does not just resurrect the bones, but breathes life, flesh, and spirit into them. The Lord brings new life to a people who are already spiritually dead. God opens the graves and puts the Spirit of God into His chosen people. This, this lays the foundation for the new life our Father in Heaven provides for us through the terrible death and resurrection of His Son, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> The dry and broken body of Jesus Christ is filled with new life on the third day. He does not return to the way things used to be. Instead, his scars are apparent. He moves through walls. How does he do that? And he is the victorious lamb who was slain, rising to conquer sin and death. And in this very way, Jesus took on our brokenness in order to break the bonds of evil, death, and sin in our lives. In Scripture, the temple curtain splits in half upon Christ's death, foreshadowing that God is breaking with the ways things used to be. He's splitting with our traditions and the things that we try to hold on to including our control. It is a new day. Through Christ, dry bones become spirit-filled. They become flesh and life in the here and now. In Christ, brokenness is a temporary state. God has put His Spirit into Jesus Christ. And through Him, breathes the Spirit into every one of us. No longer do we have to stumble around as the living dead, as zombies. For by the loving act of Christ and His triumph over evil, we share a new life in the Holy Spirit. As Jesus arose from the grave, so we rise with Christ in our baptism. But in order to rise, we must first die with Christ. That is to die to ourselves, die to our selfishness and our self-centered tendencies, die to the hopeless state of our dry and broken bones. I dare say that many, including good Christians, still amble about at times as zombies, as dry bones. This includes our unwillingness to let go of the past 
and our perceived control over life. Like ancient Israel, we struggle to live and to do life because it is different from the past that we are most comfortable with. It's awkward. It's different. We don't know what to expect. As we live a new life, there are surprises and things that shock us around every corner. Why would anyone want to live as dry bones and not embrace new life in Christ? Well, friends, restoration means change. And if we're honest, nobody likes change. It's difficult, it's uncomfortable. It messes up our routines and our schedules. Even when a painting or building is carefully restored by a professional, it is never the same as the original version. Some people see this as a bad thing, yet restoration allows the art or the building to continue to have its rich history and to live on and be enjoyed for years and years to come. New life in Jesus Christ is similar. That we continue to be restored and made new time and time again. And we are never the same as we used to be. The church never looks like it used to look. For we are constantly reformed and always being reformed. As we receive our restoration in Christ, our lives are never the same. Thanks be to God. I want you all to hear this. Salvation and restoration was a one-time event with Jesus dying and rising again. Yet, it is also an ongoing process, day in and day out, that is worked out for the duration of our individual and communal lives. New life is never ending until Christ comes again. Sisters and brothers, the good news is that Jesus broke once and for all the bonds of sin and death. Our job is to not pick them back up again and try to put them together. For that is dangerous and will always get us in trouble. In Christ we receive full restoration, making our dry bones full of spirit and aliveness. Ezekiel shows us the vision of new life, and Christ fulfills this prophecy of Ezekiel's completely through his death and resurrection. So I broke some boards this morning. What would he do? Young, young kids can do it too. It's no show of strength. But in order to draw your attention to our brokenness as sinful humans and to illustrate vividly Christ breaking into our lives and shattering the hold that death and sin Hold over our lives. It is in this way that we can live as truly redeemed 
and restored people of God. Our hopelessness and despair have been vanquished. So let us not try to go back and live as dry bones, but rather to live into new life in Christ on a daily basis. May we seek the constant renewal of God's Spirit. May our dry and weary bones be filled with life time and time again by the power of God's Holy Spirit being breathed upon us. To this God be all the glory, now and forever. Hallelujah!